Hey everybody, welcome to Honest Conversations, a podcast by young people for young people. Join us for discussions with our peers, testimonies from guest speakers, and a whole lot of truth as we empower you to walk confidently with Jesus and create change wherever you may go. Hello everyone and welcome to Honest Conversations. We're so glad you guys are able to join us today for another new episode. I'm Gavin and today with me in studio we have Andrew. Hello. And a special guest, May. How are you doing? Hello, hi, I'm good. So glad you're able to join us today. And, you know, why don't we just start out by yeah. you just kind of introducing yourself, telling us a little bit, bit okay. about yourself. So, um, hi everyone, my name is May Tan. Um, so a little bit about myself. Not as young as this guy, so <laughs> not bad in my shoulder either. Um, so, yeah, hi Andrew. <laughs> so, um, I'm actually, um, I'm not that... Uh, I'm from Harbour City Church, but I'm not that, I haven't stayed in Canada for that long. I didn't grow up here. I only moved to Canada about nearly eight years ago. Um, I'm originally from Malaysia. So Malaysia, if you don't know, look it up where it is right now. And um, I lived in Malaysia for 18 years, spent nine years in Singapore. If that rings a bell, if Crazy Rich Asians rings a bell to you, that's where <laughs> Singapore is. Then after nine years in Singapore, um, I moved to Canada in 2013. So I'm happily married to a guy named David. And uh, we um, both um, have serving in Harvard City Church, attending here too. And um, really just um, also being involved in ministries in the church too, especially yeah. um, International Friendship Regina. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So like I said, so glad you're able to join us and give your input on uh, what we're going to be talking about today. And as a matter of fact, today we're going to be wrapping up the mini-series uh, we started on the topic of university. And, you know, last episode we chat about maintaining a healthy uh, school slash life and our faith kind of thing. Um, and so today we're going to be focusing on being able to maintain uh, faith or share our faith uh during our school life and our just life in general as mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. so uh i don't know let's get into it what do you guys say <laughs> yeah, yeah sure i don't know <laughs> all right guys looks like uh we're not doing it no okay <laughs> all right let's go all let's right so it. the first question i got for you guys is have you ever had an experience where someone asks you to share more about your faith so whether that be at university which is a great place for it, or just mm -hmm. anywhere in general mm -hmm. Me? Me first? Okay, well, having lived longer. Um, so, yes, actually, um, people have asked to share more, asked me, what is, what is it um, that you do in church? For example, that's one very easy way to share about your faith because mm -hmm. um, you actually have to, you know, for us who grew up in Christian circles, in Christian communities, especially if you've grown up in church your whole life, you know, you were born into a Christian family and that sort, and your parents faithfully force you to go to church every <laughs> Sunday. Um, there, it, it, it's, it's, how would I say, and you have a lot of Christian friends too, um, it's not uh, unusual for you to think that, oh, a lot of my friends go to church. Right, and you maybe have never encountered people who have never even stepped foot into a church. Mm -hmm. For example, some of them may not even have been gone to a wedding in a church, so they're not even familiar with the environment. They're not even familiar with what prayers are, and or even how they should dress. So, just a, an example is actually um, I have a lot of extended relatives who are not Christians, 
who have never gone to church before would never step foot in a church. So when I got married, <laughs> it was interesting. A lot of them was my first time to enter church. So they were asking questions, even like, how should we dress up in church? You know, uh, how, what do we do? Is it scary? And after, you know, just a wedding itself actually showed them, oh, it's not that bad after all, right? Yeah. Um, another way of someone actually asking me to share more about my faith would be just um, when they're curious, really. Yeah. I've never really had to um, outrightly say, hey, you want to know about my faith? It's yeah. more about people asking me, what yeah. is it about? Yeah. Yeah. What is it about? So um, does it happen very often? No, but um, has it happened Qu- quite, a, quite a few times, actually, in the past few years, quite, quite a few times, yeah. yeah. Well, like one of the points you were saying there, how a good starting point is like, you know, telling people what you do at church kind of thing. And it's like when mm-hmm. someone comes up and asks you like, oh, what did you do this weekend? Or, mm-hmm. oh, uh, you mm-hmm. know, what are you involved in? What, what's your hobbies and activities? Yeah. And kind of like mentioning to them, oh, I do this at my church yeah. kind of thing. And, you know, that's a great gateway into the s- opening the door yeah. for them, right? Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, like some people think that church are still maybe just organ music, you know, just only singing like hymns yeah, from <laughs> the late 1800s or the early 1900s, right? And um, that's not true for some churches. Maybe some other churches do, but that's not true for for the church, at least I go to Harvard City here. Um, I'm in the worship band. So this is even a simple statement at work like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I do. I do play the keys, right? Oh, you play in a band? Yeah, I play in a worship band. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, huh? <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't have as much experience as you may. So <laughs> I told you I did long, <laughs> but I, I don't on campus really. I've never really had that opportunity. I guess being on campus, I was there for my first semester and a half, mm-hmm. and all the people I, I were, all the people I was with for those times, all the people I had classes with, ended up being a lot of people I was went to high school with. So mm-hmm. that transition to university was easy, but a lot of those people already knew that, like, okay, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. And whatnot. So they, and even in high school, they never really asked me about it. Like a mm. lot of them weren't, mm. and they respected that I was. I respected that they weren't, and we just, mm. just were, were friends. Just exactly. It's like a fact exactly. Of life so that, like, yeah. and then a lot of those people are people I took classes with. So I've never really had people ask me about about my faith. Like there was one time where, um, where I on campus where. I, I I was a little bit injured and I was limping and some lady came up and asked uh, asked if she could pray for me and then after praying for me she asked me a little a, a little bit about if I believed and whatnot and, and we, we we had a little chat about faith and whatnot but mm-hmm. like it's never come up where someone's been like like as you were saying mm. so I've never really had that where someone's come up and asked me about what I believe in and everything like that and, and I've never mm-hmm. really been one to like force it on people and be like hey this is what I believe you need to believe the same thing. And even like during like COVID, I've gotten a lot more into circles where with people from from my church and people with from community that I'm in within church and everything. Mm-hmm. And those people have started to hang out with. And like a lot of times we all we we all know what we believe because this is that, that's what that's what we talk about in yeah. our groups and everything. So like yeah. we dive into like faith and stuff with each other. But like yeah. I've never really had the opportunity to like where someone's going to come up to me and be like, hey, like, what do you believe? Why yeah. do you believe it? 
Yeah. I've never really had that. Yeah. So um, yeah, I can I can understand why in a sense it's because that I can uh, I can honestly say when I reflect back to my teenage years, um, yes, my friends knew I, I I went to church and my friends knew I I'm Christian, and I had a few Christian friends with me too. Yeah. Um. So it to them it's just like yeah, May serious about her faith and that's it, that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, when the questions started coming, it's actually when they start seeking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and when they start becoming curious about you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and your life, and uh, I think also partially the res—I won't say the responsibility, but, but more about—it's um, about your life too. It's about—it's yeah. the—it's—it's—it's it's, it's how you live your life as well. If a, if a person is a Christian their whole life, but they stay, you know, lukewarm, and not that they're—it's not—you know, like it's uh, you know bad or whatever, but they've never really like outrightly professed in or outrightly really like um, even share tidbits about their life how can others know yeah. right it doesn't it wouldn't, it wouldn't trigger a question right mm-hmm. so part of it is also um, uh, that people have uh, that we I have actively chosen to walk out my faith yep. yeah. and that's why people um, and that becomes part of my how I say part of my natural conversation I cannot not mention about the God I serve mm-hmm. yep. right so then then it's just like what do you mean <laughs> yeah. you know what do you mean and that's and that, and that's sort of where I was in like high school in that first year of university mm-hmm. I was never really not not that I wasn't a Christian I was a Christian during that time but I never really lived it out it's like mm-hmm. once COVID happened like that's sort of when I really started to like l- live out and like may make that choice to live it live out mm-hmm. faith so like mm-hmm. as you as university gets back in person hopefully i'll have be able to have these conversations because i'm looking forward forward to them but i know yeah you guys, yeah. You guys are in this weird period where <laughs> never really seen people mostly in, in class well, yeah like one of the places where you know in university where i guess it not really someone directly asking hmm. me on experience of faith but like i took a religious studies class and there's oh, some yeah questions in there once you know we got talking about christianity in that class mm-hmm. it's like oh now i can share my mm. faith experiences and stuff like that and mm. just depends what class you're right you're taking right you might even be able to uh indirectly share your experience and your faith with your professor right so <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> might have be able to have some influence on them yeah um so that brings us to our next question here mm. we have people who are coming and asking us about the experience of faith but sometimes we might have someone coming up and saying something negative when they, because we're living out our faith, you know, people know we're a Christian and they might have something negative to say about it. So has there ever been someone, you know, whether it be at university or anywhere else has just come up to you and said something negative about your faith and like, what did you do? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it doesn't even have to be that person coming up to you mm-hmm. I mean aren't we surrounded by it all the time that is so mm-hmm. true right aren't we called names in a sense yeah you know what's like you're bigots and you're two-faced you know hypocrites goody two-shoes <laughs> I've heard yeah. that one yeah. holy holy yeah. holy how thou art holy you know yeah. and um, I think the first as I've you know I've tried to remember I always remember the words that Jesus spoke on the cross before he died Father, forgive them. They mm-hmm. know not mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yeah. They really don't know. 
I remember even in elementary high school. Yeah, my friends joked about it a little bit. Yep. And at that time, I was really zealous. Um, I said, I said this. Don't ever joke about my God. Mm. And um, I didn't really remember that, but they reminded me one day. These are friends <laughs> I, I'm still friends with, and they and they say, "Oh no, we knew at that point when you said that you were serious about your faith. Right? You mm. were really serious about your faith." And I was like, "Oh." Okay, <laughs> you know, was I uh, as equally weird and wacky and loud as they are still? Yes, still the loudest among our friends. But, um, but you know, it, uh, that was one I, I, I said, don't ever joke about my, my, my God, right? But um, as I've got to know that I've said, just acknowledging that there needs to be grace, that they really don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, have some, you know, some people make jokes, some people say negative things about, even at work sometimes, you know, um, they um, they mention ah oh, the Christians, Christians, and sometimes it's not Christian, it's not non-believers versus us. Sometimes it's other denominations versus us, right? So how do I defend it? Sometimes I keep quiet because there is no point for me to to slam the table and say yeah. walk out or yeah. whatever, right? Or sometimes I try to nowadays I try to maybe educate a little bit. And my terms of education is when I say educate, it's more like, um, you know, like oh no, that's not what they mean. You know, that's not yeah. what they say. Um, I'm how I say this. I think for us to be able to uh, speak into it, we have to really. It just it's so highly dependent on the situation, and it's also highly dependent on the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, God doesn't always tell us to say something every time sometimes it actually tells us to stay silent mm-hmm. you know and um, let our actions speak louder than our words yeah. um, so I would say you know um, don't get angry <laughs> so quickly yeah. but if you ask if you feel like oh god I should have said something maybe go home sit down for a while and then ask yourself you know what is it that they were laughing about really do I actually know how to answer that question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I know how to actually defend my faith, and how should I defend my faith? So yeah. we got we got to really you know think through these kind of um, situations, and and as if as you know as you grow older and as you you see it happening more, right, and then you'll kind of get more used to it and more experience, I guess, more prepared yeah. to to face it again. So. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I don't really have much experience. Like as I was mentioning, like high school, everybody respected I was a Christian. I respect that they weren't. It was just mm. the way it was. So like I've never really had anybody say anything negative that I've heard about my faith. I've never, never really had say that. Say to your face. And exactly. Yeah. So like I did, I, I did have one buddy who joked. It's like, oh, if you want to make a bunch of money, become a pastor in a church and just keep all the ties. And it's like, yeah, I'm like, I didn't really know how to respond to that. It's like, okay, he. He, I know he's joking. It's like whatever. It is what it is. Like yeah. Maybe he was serious about it. I don't know. I think he was joking. Yeah. But like, I just. I think the question yeah. to to both of you is actually also like, how do you feel when you hear things being spoken mm-hmm. in the media or you know in general people around you when you hear yeah. things spoken about your faith? I don't really listen to a lot of that stuff. Honestly, <laughs> like just ignore it. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm not really in a place where. I get that content and, like, listen to that stuff. I don't know, like, I don't know. 
I don't, I don't know how to say that. Like, I've never really been at a place where, like, I've heard someone, like, say something negative about, like, like, may, like maybe I have, but it's, like, never, like, directly. Like, what, like, sort of what I do is, like, I'll, I'll, I'll take it to, to, to one of my good buddies who we talk a lot about stuff and be like, hey, like, this is what I heard said. So, like, well, what do you think about it? Mm. And then, then maybe we'll talk a, talk a little bit about it. I'll do, like, a little bit of my own research mm. to see what someone says. Even, like, not negative about faith, but even, like, this could come into, like, false prophets and, like, false doctrines mm. and, like, things like that. You, this mm-hmm. could be in there where someone says something com- that just goes against yeah. yeah so like in, in cases yeah. like that and there i have a little a little bit more experience again not a whole mm. lot but mm. in those cases it's more just like okay just taking it back to what the bible says talking to some people i trust about it mm-hmm. and like i don't know it's just i'm not one to get offended easily so if someone says something it's like okay whatever yeah. so so yeah. but yeah i i suddenly just remembered something that happened when i was um 18 um, in Singapore. So um, a couple of friends of mine got invited to this um, evangelical concert, but they didn't know that it's going to be an evangelical concert. So they were shocked at the end of it, and they felt duped by the person who invited them. So um, when we got together, and then they were telling, like, they were so mad. They were really mad. Um, and it was like, don't ever go next time, you know, don't ever go. They said that, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's like they try to convert you and stuff like that. And I just, I kept quiet for a while. And then I said, and everyone else kept quiet because I'd, besides him, everyone realized that they knew like me is a Christian, even though we were really new friends. And um, so I, I, I said this line and I said, don't worry. I wouldn't have to worry about that. Mm. <laughs> and he right. was like, huh, what do you mean? <laughs> and then the other guy said, she's a Christian, you. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I offended you. I'm so sorry that I offended yeah. you. Um, and I told him uh, it's okay. I'm not. I'm not. You know, really offended. Um, I actually kind of got it. Um, because no one, ex- no one, you got, you felt duped. Yeah. You know, and you were people. The person wasn't really forward with you as in what the agenda was. Right. And I think that the um. If anyone has ever said anything negative to us about our faith, it's because of their experiences with other people, mm-hmm. or their perception about about us, which is not true. A perception about us as a whole, yeah, right. And then put labels, which is which we know is not true because at the end of the day, a relationship with God is important, and our relationship with God is personal, and everyone has their own journey. And uh, if only they knew our journey, mm-hmm. we always think that. So, yeah. what can we do? We pray for them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, even with me, like I haven't, I've had a few times mm-hmm. like where people have said things like called me a do-gooder or <laughs> goody two-shoes and stuff yeah. like that. You must like, have been really good. I, <laughs> I recently just started a new job and, uh, you know, I let them know what my faith was because my boss is a Christian too. So I wasn't scared to, mm. you know, let them all know what my faith was and uh I even had when someone I can't remember what the comment was, but someone said something to me, and then another coworker was like, "Oh, uh, Gavin's a do-gooder. He doesn't do that kind of stuff or right. talk about that kind of stuff." And I was like, "When people say that stuff, I usually don't end up saying anything. I kind of laugh it off, but at the same time, I always feel like, oh, I need to be able to we, say something. Yeah. You know, there's got to be something there. So that's one thing 
I need to work on is being able to have something I can say, like not like retort back to them or anything, but something I can say like in response to it that's still nice. But, yeah. you know, to be able just to kind of let them know what they're saying, like is like it all isn't that nice yeah. like just saying always oh, do good or good well, I, I see in a different perspective from you i guess um mm-hmm. that firstly you know if if he says that i know he's teasing you in a way yeah. um but you know like why do you feel a bit irked right yeah why do you feel like oh because then you know because you're teasing me but in a way maybe look at it on the other side is also just you know try to flip the table and say yeah thank you god for protecting me yeah. In a way, he knows, like, mm-hmm. he's stopping me from being involved in this kind of conversation. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's true. Right. thanks, God. Yeah. Whatever, but you know. I even have mm-hmm. another coworker. He doesn't say anything negative about faith, but he always questions it. Like, he's not mm-hmm. against any faith. He doesn't mm-hmm. have yeah. like, faith, but he always, like, has these questions for it and is, like, mm-hmm. wanting answers to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I kind of don't mind that because it makes me, like, dig Qu- deeper into yeah, my faith. Deeper, like, yeah. hmm, that's a good point. Let me yeah. get back to you on that. Like, yeah. that kind of thing. So having those kind of people around, in a sense, is a good thing, yeah. too, when they're not, like, cutting you down, but they are questioning because mm. you never know if that's going to lead them to Christ or something, yeah. too, right? So, yeah, and right. the Bible does say that we will come across these kind of situations. It's mm-hmm. mean, Jesus predicted it while he was still on earth, so there's no difference between yeah. then, then and now. Um, the, the only thing I would say is that um, this is God's way of also... Um, strengthening us um putting us through the ringer in yeah. a way we got yeah. to we got to test out our faith right if we've never ever come across these situations i mean he's equipping us in a way mm-hmm. you know so he's not giving us a an easy smooth sailing ride um for for this reason because he wants us to make sure that our strength gets strengthened and ironed out and you know makes us question things yeah and, right and get the roots deep mm-hmm. so our next question is how can we or how do we represent Christ or Jesus on campus or uh, anywhere really, right? Because as Christians, we're not supposed to keep it hidden away that we're a Christian, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Being yeah. a Christian is being able to just be out there and sharing it with everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So how can we do that? I have a few things. I think for me, one of the biggest things is just in the way I carry myself every day. Mm-hmm. Like... For me, one like one of the biggest things in my life is I've always had issues with like injuries and everything. So like there will be times where like I'm like limping around and like everything, but like you honestly you won't you won't I won't let people see that as bothering me. Not that not that I'm like just hiding it away, but just like when I'm around other people, like it's just is what it is. Like I'm just You're not complaining. Exactly. It just is what it is. Like that's just something I guess that that that's the Holy Spirit in me and everything. So that's something I've come to realize. But like, it's just the way that I carry myself. And even as we we're talking about that, like goody two shoes and everything, <laughs> like that can get people, like just even the way like you carry yourself and like that perception that you have and like that people think that like, okay, why? Mm. Why is it that he doesn't do this? Why is it that every guy is this 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 and this and this but this guy isn't why is that mm-hmm. so that so like i think that just the way that you, that you carry yourself and let jesus live through live live through i think that that's my biggest way mm-hmm. to share to share jesus like i i don't 
not that I don't want to just go up to people and be like, hey, do you do you, do you know Jesus? Mm. But it's like <laughs> going uh, Jehovah Witness door to door. Yeah, exactly. Hey, do you but know like Jesus Christ. In a, hey, in you like, guys talk about Jehovah Witness. We evangelicals used to talk <laughs> <laughs> Hello. But like at, at the end of the day, I don't really see that making a lot of impact. Like I'm going work. up. I'm annoying people. I'm yeah, like, it doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. I want people to come. Not that I'm like, okay, if you want to know about Jesus, you're gonna have to come to me. But mm-hmm. like, I, I noticed that in the way that I've sort of come to see how you were saying, May, is that when people have asked you questions, it's because they've been curious. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that that's just how I want to live my life. Is like, not to like live my life differently, but like because the Holy Spirit's in me, that that just made, that that just makes me different. Mm-hmm. So like, then people question that. It's like, why why are you like that? Like, mm-hmm. what is it? And then that just gives me the opportunity to to mm-hmm. to, to share my faith. And like, mm-hmm. I think for me. That, that's the biggest way like there is a bunch of other things you can do like one of the things i can think of is get involved with as we'll go into a little bit like I, ifr like get mm-hmm. involved in clubs that that do represent jesus on campus mm-hmm. like things like that and get involved in like young adults or even lo- what you're passionate about exactly yeah and like and like young adults a lot of the people in young adults are people who are at university like you so just get involved in those, in those communities and finding other people that have the same belief as, beliefs as you and like doing that community together and like living that out on campus. It just makes it so m- much easier having mm-hmm. other people with you rather than doing it alone. So like there, there, there's a bunch of things you can do, but for, for me, the biggest thing is just letting the Holy Spirit just shine, shine through you and just, and just, and just, and just living your life, honestly. Yeah. Um, for me, I will, I think I'll build on what you said, Andrew, that letting the Holy Spirit shine and just living your life. Um, because it is your life. Mm-hmm. Our identity is not, you know, I'm Canadian, I'm this, I'm that. Yes, that's part of what yeah. makes us. That's our culture, that's it. But the biggest culture that we carry is the Christian culture, the Christian life. That is our source of our identity. And if mm. that is us, how can we not be us? Right. Right. And I have, I think... You know, in my 20s, actually, I felt that... Oh, I'm aging myself here. Um, um, <laughs> hi, everybody. Uh, so, really old here, but no, not really. Uh, but in, so, in my... Especially, I think my 20s was when I started really, really, really digging into the the, la- the, the word, the scripture that says that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm-hmm. You see, when I was, you know, growing up as a young girl... Um, and especially in um, Asian household too, uh, in Malaysia, um, we girls are expected to be gracious and graceful and demure and sweet and gentle. Neither of that. Mm-hmm. So sweet and demure are not words in my personal life dictionary. Okay, so, um, but, um, and I, I struggle a lot with that growing up because I realized that I'm not that I'm very I'm passionate I'm loud I'm I'm crazy I'm nuts if I want to and I don't know why I just cannot you know like quell that temp that 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 side of me down and I also felt that I also felt um even I'm such an extrovert uh and yet somebody and yet I find it hard to make friends even in um new I've moved schools I've moved countries and I've always found it hard to make friends and that was my biggest fear because I've always felt that people have always told me that either I'm too blunt, I'm too direct and, uh, and I'm just too much <laughs> you know, to, to sum it all up I've, 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 by the grace of God I guess I found good friends too but, but you know it just always like 
there's always this fear of how do I approach people? Mm-hmm. And will they get turned off by me? Right. And um, the last few years, and God just started revealing to me that I need people like you. I have made you in a certain way. And um, for that reason, you need to really, really understand you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're made in this way for a reason, right? Yeah. So some of us always feels that, how do I represent Jesus on campus? Oh, I need to be active. I need to be this and that, you know, mm-hmm. I, need, I need to be like me or, you know, I need to be more Andrew, like kind of thing. I need to be more outgoing. No, you don't have to because your identity is in Christ and he has made you a certain way for a certain reason right. and for the right time and at the right place. If he mm-hmm. placed you on, uni- on campus and university, you are there for a reason, not just to get an education, but because God purposely allowed you to have favor to be accepted into university in the first place. Yeah. Right. So so we got to remember that. So what who we are is already enough on campus. Then we can start looking about around like what do we have? For me personally, my my love language is acts of service. Um, I like cooking for people. I like serving people. Even when I was in university, I cooked for my friends. I cook for my life group. I cook for people's birthday parties sometimes. Yes. So they were very happy. Um, but, uh, but, um, but if you have a car, give people a ride. You know, if you're good in, you don't have to join faith-based camp, um, groups only on campus. If you're passionate about, say, um, if you're a business student and you're passionate about, um, the bus- uh, on, about business, about finance, join that club. Yeah. You know, just be there. Your yep. presence brings God's presence, mm, that's good. right? So, so we don't really have to put so much pressure on ourselves about what can I do right, what should I do right, you know. But except that trusting and uh, that God knows what to do, mm-hmm. we just be there. And what is required of us is that we avail ourselves. We are obedient to God to say yes, use me in whichever way you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all he needs. I, I honestly can tell you that, you know, how I got involved in ministry in church and to where I am now, if I look back, it's just the willingness and the courage to say, yes, God, I will step up. Yeah. I, will, yeah. I will do what you ask me to do. Um, was I scared at that when I say yes? No, but and when I'm in it, Sometimes I feel scared, you know, because it's like, God, I cannot handle this or God is a bit too much. But where God has placed you, he will give you the favor and he will give you the grace and he will give you the strength to do what he wants you to do. It doesn't have to be big and it doesn't have to create this quick, instant, major impact. The impact is felt in heaven mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, the impact Maybe something that you can is it will most likely will always be something that you can never think or imagine. You just never know who you're going to come across on campus and in life. But if you just say yes, Lord, here I am. Um, that's all. That's all he needs, and he will do the rest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think that's a perfect spot to take a break. And you both have mentioned about joining groups at university, you know, to get mm-hmm. involved with. And you both are actually involved in a group called IFR, International Friendship Regina. And, um, yeah, when we come back after the break, we're going to dive into that kind of thing and learn about what that is and how you can get involved. 
I don't really know much about it, so I'm looking forward to be able to learn from you guys uh, what that's all about. So we're just going to take a quick break, and we'll see you guys right after. Hey there, it's Lola. Enjoying our open, transparent, honest conversations? Us too. Be sure to never miss an episode by hitting that subscribe button. Honest Conversations, found wherever you may get your podcasts. We at Honest Conversations know that church isn't a specific building, place, or brand, and actually encompasses the entire body of believers. If you or your church is wanting to get involved in helping build a thriving young adult community, we'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on our socials or send us an email. We want to hear from you. Send us your questions and we'll be sure to include them in our next Q&A segment. Chat soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome back after that quick break. So as said before, we're going to be talking about a uh, group at the University of Regina here where we live called IFR, International Friendship Regina. And as said, uh, May and Andrew, you're both involved with that. Mm -hmm. So to start out, what is IFR? What's its purpose? What is it about? Okay, so um, just... Um, International Friendship Regina is actually an outreach ministry um, in Harvest City Church, uh, reaching out, targeting specifically international students at the University of Regina. So um, this club actually, so it has a student club on campus, but this ministry actually isn't that um, new. Um, we started a student club on campus and officially in um, like a really truly running with the Lord's Club executives and everything in 2019. But actually IFR has had a presence at a university for more than 30 years. Yeah. Mm. Um, it was started, uh, it first started as a part of um, IVCF, InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. And the person in charge at the time was our Stan and Mary Classen. They are members of Harvest City Church, really long time members. Um, and then over the years, and um, they will always reach out to international students. So basically anyone who doesn't look like them, they would reach out to them, mm -hmm. you know? And um, they started with giving out um, Bible study sessions to international students who wanted to know more about the Bible, I wanted to learn English by knowing, reading the Bible. Mm. And um, they would have, um, and so we would have um, events to actually, uh, the purpose of IFR really is to also welcome the international students to make them so that they would feel like Canada is home. Um, because why is it is, um, if you go to, if any of you had a chance to go overseas and be an international exchange student one day, or maybe really a true international full-time student, um, you would tend to flock to people of your own kind. Mm -hmm. And in Canada, if you come from countries that are not, you know, Caucasian, not European, I guess, you would flock to, you know, people from your own country. And often they don't really have a lot of Canadian friends. They don't maybe haven't even stepped foot into a Canadian home. And some of them would come from countries where they don't really celebrate um, the Canadian holidays that we celebrate here in Canada. Mm -hmm. So, um, IFR really is wanting to, um, is practicing, how would I say, we call it friendship evangelism. We evangelize to the students by showing them the love of Jesus through friendship. Yeah. So where it ties into our conversation prior to this is that we are actually serving them. Mm -hmm. We're serving them to be friends with them. Um, as they get to know us better, we get to know them too. And then hopefully they will see Jesus. They will really see Jesus. So uh, we have um, we've 
what else is there to say? <laughs> so now we have a student club, a really full-running student club on campus with a really active presence on campus as well. Even oh. during COVID, if we were not active, if we were not active on campus, we were active online too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So how did you two get involved? We'll go mm. to you, Andrew. How did you get involved with IFR? May bribed him. Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got, yeah, I... I got ro- I got I got roped into it. Um yeah, I didn't really know anything about it in my first year and then in my second year one one of the club members re- reached out to me and then it's like, "Hey, we're we're having this get together. Mm. Do you do you want to come?" And then after that, I came to get together and then May roped me in and now I signed I signed my life away and yeah, I can never I leave. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I never get. I never. I never lose my losing my hole on anyone. I get hole. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I enjoy it. It's I again. You were saying how you how you gravitate towards people that mm. that you are with and mm. like. So like that's sort of how how it's been. I've never really reached out to international students. So like mm. do doing this and like we've gone on some coffee dates with some of the inter- international students and like getting to know them and getting to know their culture and everything like it's it, it, it's been cool I, I i've enjoyed it i've just enjoyed just being able just to talk just mm. to talk to the students and just learn more about them mm. like yeah. it, it's fun I, I i really enjoy it yeah so um i started getting involved with ifr pretty quick after i came here to canada so um the two persons that i mentioned just now stan and mary classen um, they actually saw me in church and I started attending their life group and their life group is basically a life group of international people mm-hmm. um, in, in Harvard City um, and then you know as they were having as they would have IFR events they would need volunteers and one day they asked that whether we were willing to my husband and I David so my husband David and I sorry um, whether we were willing to pitch in to volunteer. And ever since then, we've been volunteering faithfully for mm-hmm. nearly all the events. And um, Stan and Mary decided to step down in the end of 2018. Um, IFR at that time wasn't an, um, a ministry directly under Harvard City. It was, um, but it was, fi- uh, Harvard City was one of, the, one of its supporters as yeah. well. Uh, it, was a, it was basically a mission that Harvard City support. And um, so when they stepped down, Harvard City said, no, we cannot have, lose it. And they took it uh, in-house <laughs> and uh, yeah. it became a full-fledged ministry of this church. Um, I, I stayed on as a volunteer at first because I felt that um, through the years of volunteering with IFR, um, I knew that God brought me here for this reason um, because I if uh, I'm gonna go be a long story here so Malaysia is a very multi-ethnic country and uh, yes I grew up in a Christian family and, and all uh, but the majority in um, religion the major religion in Malaysia is actually Islam so I grew up with a lot of Muslims I grew up with a lot of Buddhists Taoists uh, Hindus, uh, a lot of religions around me. So I have a really strong understanding of different cultures. I also, um, um, how would I say, I also have been an international student 
when I went over to a neighboring country, Singapore, I understand how, how it's like to be alone. Um, and my husband, David, also was an international student at the University of Manitoba. Um, and he too understands, you know, how it feels. Um, so we, uh, and a lot of our international students actually come from China, India, mm -hmm. um, East Asian countries, even the Middle East as well. We have quite, we've had South Americans too, and even some Europeans, but oh, yeah. mostly from the Asian countries. Um, you know, when they come here, it's, um, especially for those in China, and I'm ethnically Chinese, so it's interesting. I have an interesting rep, um, s representation in their eyes because I'm Chinese and yet I grew up Christian. How is that? How, how does it... Mm. Because people think that Christianity is a Western religion. Mm -hmm. It truly isn't, right? So um, what's my perspective on that? And then the fact that I've grown up with so many different religions and I actually understand even um, Islam. I understand the difference in the religion, uh, differences in our beliefs. I understand what they believe in too. I've celebrated with my friends some of their <laughs> festivities before. So um, they, then I understand, I know like their, their dietary needs, let's say, right? So I stayed on for, I just felt God saying to me that stay on um, because they need representation matters. And then, um, and it turns out, and then he, he I don't know how, how it happened. I mean, I knew how it happened, but um, he just called me to lead the ministry mm. in uh, 2019. So since then, we've made sure that we've had an active student club on campus. And uh, I'm very, very proud of my club executives. Andrew is mm. one of them. Um, they stood up to the challenge. Uh, I gave them a challenge after COVID <laughs> happened and we had a short rest, right? And then we started a new academic year and it was all going to be full online. Um, and I gave them a challenge. I said, you know what? Um, I'm not going to, a lot of our adult volunteers are not able to volunteer anymore. But I have my student club volunteers and so you guys are it. <laughs> so yeah. that I mean say like he signed his life away, he really signed his life away. <laughs> yeah. But but not I, going anywhere anyway. Yeah, no. but 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 I I, I I told them to I asked them uh, if I say I believe in you and you can lead this ministry in the sense that you can plan the events, you can think about what you wanna go, the direction. I'm just here to guide you and um and let's let's go ahead. And they have not stopped uh, being faithful and uh, just doing what they can with what they know and what they have, mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, how can others get involved with IFR? How, oh, Andrew? Sign the papers. <laughs> 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 no, but like, I guess, I guess just, I guess. I would say just reaching out to us. Yeah, so we would prefer. <laughs> I'll, I'll you go ahead. We would prefer <laughs> if you are a student at the University of Regina because that would be, you know, it would be easier in terms of club membership uh, and club involvement. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are an adult either in uh, Harvard City or Gateway and no longer attending university but you're interested, um, you can reach out to me uh, on the, um, the church website or even through our social media pages on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, we do need volunteers. And yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that you don't need to have special skills. No. You just need a car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
yeah. but but most importantly, even if you don't have a car, <laughs> you have a few volunteers with no cars. Um, you just need to be just 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 be willing to serve. Yeah. We we are very aware of people's times. You know, if you are a student, we are aware of when your exam times are, and 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 if you're scared, you know, if we are we are not, you know. We are active, but we are respectful of each other's times. But um, if you love people, and if you love God, and um, you have a heart to see to reach out to others, if you feel like and you you don't think that you have anything special, but don't worry, God will know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, IFR's motto is connecting the nations. Yeah, we are asked mm-hmm. to reach out to the nations. We, I know we cannot travel now, and this is one way to travel in a sense. Um, and and even when we can, let's be honest, how often is it that we can go to certain of these countries that, you know, they would never allow Christians in, but God has brought them to us. It's an honor and a privilege to be yeah. able to witness to them. You know, the things I've heard from international students here is that. IFR is a safe place. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I found this this club. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also heard said when I one thing that s- stayed with me when we were promoting IFR as a um, in on during Welcome Week, one of the semesters on campus, one international student said, "Where were you two and a half years ago?" Mm. Um, because we say that, oh, you want to make Canadian friends, you know, and then you get to know Canada a bit better and get more friends on different countries. And also, let's be, if it's practical, you know, we can help you, like, next time if you need references as well for your jobs, this would be helpful. And get to know Canadian culture better, right? Just be more familiar with it. And he said, where were you two and a half years ago? I don't need you now. Mm-hmm. And it just highlights the need, the strong need on campus um, that... Um, you know that they really, really are craving for friendship with the locals, but uh, not bashing the locals. But often, uh, people think that they're fine. And on honestly, guys, you know, um, international peop- students, uh, whether they're Christian or not, they are lonely in mm-hmm. a country that's new to them. And um, I will also say one last thing about this. Um, I know we're talking about reaching out to students, and we're trying to the international students and we're trying to reach out to those who don't know about Jesus. There are also international students who know Jesus. Mm. As a someone who has, you know, left their comfort zone of their family and their home church, and I've seen a lot of my friends, there are only two directions that we hate. We either grow stronger in our faith or we leave the faith. Yeah. Right? So international students who are Christians, they actually need support too. From yeah. the local Christian students, yeah. they need to find a church that they're comfortable in. They need a, a group of friends, so there is a lot. There are a lot of needs um, in this international student community, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, I was made aware that uh, IFR actually won uh, Student Club of the Year at the U of R uh, mm. for the Students Union Awards just this year. Mm, uh, so, congrats about that. But okay. uh, how do you uh, <laughs> how do you feel about that? Like. Uh, Wow. Um, so what we did was we just increased our social media presence. Yeah. That was one of the ideas. Yeah. And we didn't give up just because COVID happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we felt so, thing. we strongly felt 
that um, this is a chance for us to show who we really are, and this is a chance for us to shine on um, shine in our community and to to just be there. Um, we've had students who actually went into deep depression mm. during the lockdowns periods, um, and some of them had a hard time. You know, and a lot of them are working part times too, but you know, limited hours. They've not gone home for many for many months mm-hmm. and some of them are worried about the families back home too so all we had to do was sometimes hey you want to go out for a coffee yeah. right Andrew you mentioned that or we even say hey it's exam period let's cook you a meal let's mm-hmm. deliver it to your house um, um, hey do you need f- and then we had a free grocery event or, and things yeah. like that and it's really s- just meeting the needs it's really practical and we did we, I know to people it's like wow this is like something major but it was just really practical uh, and sometimes even texting them like we have a lot of students from India and then um, the student the Andrew and our club executives basically texted the students and say hey um, are you still family okay how can I you know is everything alright how do you feel about this and then we ask permission can I pray for you? We're just trying to, you know, as re- as relationship develops, then then we gain the right to speak into their lives and, yeah. and pray for them too. So how we won? Do we won the the what? Well, we got nominated and we won, I guess. But because we're the best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, but I mean, we won the So it seems like it was something that was well deserved for all the work that yeah. was put into and what yeah, you guys have I been just, doing. Yeah, I just felt honored and privileged mm-hmm. that in a time where it, was, it seemed impossible I mean I'm pretty sure a lot of um, churches or church ministries too I mean they, they did a lot for and trying to reach out to right but if we we could have just easily said no nope, we're not going to do this yeah. because we don't think it's safe yeah. or no nope, we're not going to put in any effort I mean we're tired about zoom and we're just exhausted it was exhausting I mean, yep. I mean <laughs> that's <laughs> for sure <laughs> yeah but uh, and we have a lot of limitations we cannot do this we cannot do that you know and we've had to pivot <laughs> and the keyword was pivot right <laughs> we have to change plans multiple times even for just one thing so um, but it just felt like God was just saying carry on yeah. well yeah. done I, I like to see this as reminders of his um, his love, I would say, to encourage us to press on. And I'm really, really proud of it. And, and hopefully with this, uh, with this acknowledgement, not just by um, the student union, by the students, uh, not just by the international students, but also by the student union, that our camp, our minist- our sorry, student club is doing something important on campus. Yeah. Uh, I hope that we'll get a larger say. You know, we never yeah. know what God can do on campus, and uh, I have visions and dreams that we would be changing conversations on campus. We would be influencers just because we decided to just be. Be keep going and yeah. be friends, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's where we're gonna end this episode today. So, May, thank you so much for being here and being able to share your testimony and your experiences with us, as well as uh, what you guys are doing at IFR. And thank you, Andrew, for also sharing. Of course. And uh, <laughs> also like to just thank our partner churches here in Regina, Gateway Church and Harvest City Church. Uh, thank you guys so much for your support, and thank you, listeners, for. Uh, hanging out with us and taking the time to listen to this uh, and uh, we hope this has helped you be able to want to go out there and share your faith more and to know what to do even when there's people that have those 
remarks or those negative uh, talks mm-hmm. about faith and uh, that you're able just to express your faith uh, at the university. So uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll catch you guys next time on our next episode. See ya. To all of our listeners, thanks for hanging out with us. Check out our website, anchor.fm slash honest-conversations for all the ways to stay connected and be the first to know about new episodes. See you next time on Honest Conversations.